0: Roger. Okay, I think it's pulling the wrong one. Okay.
1: okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the... Okay, don't hold it right so tight. That
2: what? That
1: what?
0: Damn
1: we can follow the wrong one. Okay. Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. And we're still working with uh Hi!
3: Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's gonna start. Gunshots in the area. Bombs are exploding. Thunder and lightning drives you insane. There's no way to escape the destructive terror of the hellish robot as his lasers pierce your brain.
4: I see you have your computer linked to the telephone
5: line. You are being taken under our power to your destination.
1: Oh, hi there. I'm running late. I'm just stopping by to pick up a few things.
0: Does that, did I turn my headphones up or did you adjust it in post? <laughs> What's that? You just your head. Okay, cool. Great. Now I can hear myself so loud that I'm gonna hurt my ears. My life is over once the stuff that's working in my. This is such a good song. I can't believe I just found it. This is called Feel the Drive by Doctors Cat, Gatto, and Martinelli. Clearly, a bunch of Italians with not that much better stuff to do. Our program will get started here shortly. We have an exceptional guest. Uh, This is just sort of your, this is like that part when you get the pay-per-view and there's stuff to watch beforehand or maybe when you're watching a football game with your uncle or your dad or your mom or just by yourself with your friends, but you're by yourself because you're on a separate couch because it's your home and you own it so you can sit in the most comfortable way in the home. And what this is is that part before the game where everyone talks about the game when really the game is the best part but sometimes you never know. The pregame can be more interesting than the game if the game is anticlimactic which is something we always have to be prepared for. And by being prepared for an anticlimax it literally undoes the fact of it being an anticlimax because the climax wasn't expected or anticipated so you don't have to deal with it either way. So what I'm saying is uh, what I'm saying makes sense if it makes sense. If it doesn't then you obviously didn't understand the the philosophy behind what I just said. If you're expecting something big and it doesn't come, then you're in trouble, buddy. I got my ringer on just in case. You want to let this fellow in. Like Slick. Slick like Flynn. I don't want to use any of this.
6: Hey,
1: bruh. Hey. Sorry, if too
6: late. No big deal. Um, put the temperature down here for you. That's all right. The water's loaded. Um, oh, you're coming? coming in? If you don't mind. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm assuming you'll just take a few. Just like, oh, I'm going to take a few and split. Um, is there garbage I've got coming in? My just mind. throw it in the ground. Is <laughs> um, it on the computer?
4: Yeah, you can put it on computer. Or put it on... um.
6: That's fine. Um... Uh... Sh- Songs. Am I supposed to have songs to now for you? Uh, we can just it. talk about it organically. Just something, yeah, me, You think about something, we'll figure it out. Let's. Let me. Um. Let me just look at my phone once right okay. before we start because yeah. oh, yeah, I. I
7: be so. be a little less of that echo. Yeah. There. How about
6: that? This I don't is, mind an echo. I mean, I'll do. You do whatever you want to okay. it throughout. Do if whatever you, got, you want
0: to me.
1: If you got okay. Hey, you're listening.
0: Oh. Um, hey, in case you're just tuning in right now, I'm going to be doing whatever I want to Nick Kroll. If he has a problem with it, uh, he's already signed an NDA consent for him to allow me to do whatever he wants to his audio. signed away his, audio, his yeah, so audio Do whatever writes. you want to me. Okay. Treat me however you want.
6: I I'm signed gonna, an NDA, which means I can never talk about this again. Right. You can never talk about it except for when you're talking about it. Right, and I can't talk about it in any other tone of voice that no, I've been presented just, with.
0: This is the tone you're locked into for the current contract. We're doing
6: I, I look forward to it. I'm great. excited about it. I'm great. excited about the perceived status between our voices. The network loves the cuts. I'll <laughs> let you know right now. The network's really into the cuts. Well, I actually just have to say that the network has been incredibly easy to work with and a real pleasure. So the idea that they're happy with the work that we're doing has been really um, beneficial. Beneficial for okay. us and exciting. Guided. And you feel guided by the network. I feel, feel guided it? by the light. I feel well. I feel guided by. Judith
0: Light. Okay, she's a great person. You want to explain has- your relationship to her real quick?
6: Well, I sat on a flight next to Judith Light, mm-hmm. and it I, was I actually
0: f- got in a fight with Judith Light on a flight, but it was at night though, so I didn't know it was her. I didn't know it was Light. I thought it was. You thought it was
6: Judith Dark. I
0: thought it was uh, yeah, I thought it was Judith Dark. But she's a sort of more of a. Judith girl. Dark was
6: on a show called uh, Angela. Oh, really? Yes, because she's the opposition to Judith Light, who was the star of Who's the Boss. Right. Judith Dark had a show called Angela. I'm familiar with that.
0: Um, I'm familiar with a lot of these things we're talking about here. If we're just tuning in, we're talking about some old television ideas that have been uh, sort of reintroduced to the modern concept. We're of,
6: rebooting a lot of different kinds, kinds of projects right now. My guest today is Nick K. Um, is it okay if you want to release the refer- last name? I would love for the last name not to be released. Okay, we're going to uh,
0: stay with Nick K. Uh, John P. will be up shortly. Just uh, John Pemberton. I'm going to introduce him now. Let's just get some music to bring him in here. Obviously, you want a little more there? I'd love a
6: little okay. more, please. Let's, let's give it a little more. <laughs> I would love just a little more. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's really nice. That's really nice. Thank you. Okay, bene. let's bring him in here.
0: Okay, here we come.
7: Yeah, with that fat beat. You like it? fucking love How that How fat meat? is that on you? You yeah, fucking that? It's, it's like a honestly
6: fucking giving me diabetes fat. right now. Oh, I've never so heard that
7: before. Fat. That's good, though. Hey. I got diabetes. There's so, so much sugar on this yeah. beat. It's like there's fucking milk on the nipple. so sweet. This betrays how much my voice actually sounds like this. <laughs> I mean Man. You have a deeper voice now. I, think I you, actually have
6: a deeper voice, but right now. Okay, it's so now
1: good. I'm gonna go, let's go all natural just for a second here. Okay. This is the real you right now, isn't finally, it? Finally, we're finally Whoa. hearing the
4: real me. There it is. <laughs> How about that, huh? How, How does about that...
1: it? Isn't that fun to come back into <sighs> yourself after you've been outside of it?
4: To be, yeah, to be another person just for a second. How
1: does it feel to be back in you after that?
4: Well, uh, I've uh, played a lot of characters in my day, Johnny. And an, and it's really in an effort to run away from this.
1: Okay. I've heard Javier Bardem speak about the same thing.
4: Yes. Yes. With it, Terry Gross. Yes. Um, I was in No County for Old Man, <laughs> which is a, a different, this was it's stage an, production.
1: It's about an old man. And trying to find his place in the world, literally.
4: Yes, literally, he's suffering from dementia and wandering around the Westchester County Mall.
1: No county, trying to figure for out, old man. There's just no county, uh, sir. We don't have you registered here. We just don't have you on a register. I live in this county. I want to vote for Trump, <laughs> sir. We just don't have you registered.
4: We got the we got the midterms coming up, and That's it's right. a real uh, memorandum on believing in our president. And so, I would like to encourage all the people out there voting yes um, to vote and if you're going make sure to vote because every vote counts
1: yeah and if you're not voting I uh, would we'll consider to to maintain whatever it is you're not doing otherwise you might upset the status quo yes. so we've we've worked hard to establish this type of status quo and if we have some sort of any type of apple cart orange cart
4: nothing can be any nothing, nothing cart, can be knocked over Nothing no be, cards can be knocked over. Nothing
1: could be brighter than Judith Light in a, night, <laughs> <and> a one-nighter.
4: <laughs> I did a one-nighter with Judith Light um, in uh, Athens, Georgia. <laughs> um, we, we thought we were getting booked at the 40-watt.
1: Oh that's a great place.
4: And uh and we got there and they they did not have our booking so we tried to find a one nighter and we yeah. played elsewhere in Georgia me and Judith Light.
1: Is Elsewhere the venue or is
4: that just the It's it's in it's called Elsewhere.
1: That makes sense. They're so funky down there. They, they have, really have like, a are. Real, like well, sense of Well we
4: thought okay. so. And then this club was not. This was a okay. more uh, typical club of of rural Georgia.
1: It wasn't like Savannah where you have that sort of like, oh, hi, welcome. I'm e- not that e- way, but I'm. Correct. Like okay. a,
4: bl- a blueberry in, a, in a, a tomato soup.
1: Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like a guy who's, he's swaying, but he's still staying with his wife. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We all end up, that's what we all end we up doing. We all end doing. up
1: cursed till we burst. Mm. So you just got back from Burning Man, huh? Yeah, man. Holy shit. Yeah, man. This is your first time, isn't
4: it? It was. It was... Uh, what
1: possessed you to do it? I was supposed to go. I've talked about this podcast a bunch. I had to sell my ticket because I'm in production on the show, and I felt like I couldn't make the... You know, because the outside date, it's like you go there, mm-hmm. but getting in and getting out. It's not, it's a, full, it's not a simple it's process. It's not a
4: simple process at all. Yeah. Um, I've been doing yoga with this like erotic, pagan, uh, neo-futurist group.
1: Is it a... And uh, so... he's like a sexless sort of... Uh, no like, Seven foot tall. It's like, weird, um, um people. it's
4: like a, uh, how would I explain him? Um, he's like a, 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 a huge, like he's like a huge flexible man right. who has, uh, bull horns <laughs> and, uh, but also mm-hmm. sort of an, uh, LED light, um, uh, robot essence we're
1: talking about a cyborg here we're talking
4: about a cyborg? my my yoga teacher is like okay. my yoga my yoga instructor Your guru. my guru is a neo-futurist cyborg erotic pagan so he mentioned that there was this thing called Burning Man uh-huh. and i thought well that sounds interesting i don't know much about it i have access to this you have access <laughs> this, to it i have access to this one man um And so, uh, yeah, no, I, I was like, I just was like, I had some friends who were, who'd gone and I was like, why not? Why not see what this Mm -hmm. whole thing is? Yeah. And it was, have you not been ever?
1: I have not been ever. I I know a lot about it.
4: It's really, Mm -hmm. I knew very little about it. I went in pretty, like, I didn't look at pictures as very much. I didn't like engage in it at all, except to know. Did you read the
1: pamphlet they gave you about like?
4: I, I read, yeah, about what?
1: Just it just tells you all the stuff like it's basically half the pamphlet they give you is about trash, (laughs) about how not to leave trash. But for
4: real, (laughs) you are in a place which ends up with like seventy thousand people, Uh and there's not a single piece of trash anywhere. Everything comes in and leaves. Like people don't pee. Uh, pee on outside the playa. on the ply. You don't pee anywhere. What do you, like pe- you? There are porta potties where you go back to a trailer, or people walk around with like a jug, piss jugs, hmm. and you're just peeing. Like it's really, and it's just everyone has agreed upon. Like yeah, it, it, it's like an anarchical system that has because of the like freedom provided in the anarchy, mm-hmm. people abide by specific rules that allow for a. Highly, to me, functional, like pleasing society. Yeah. Uh, like I was kind of blown away by various aspects of it. Right. Um,
1: what but, was the most? What What was the first thing that sort fur- of
4: um, blew you away? I think the first thing that really got me was this awesome um, coffee shop that Mountain Dew had sponsored. Right. And no, but what really, honestly, blew me away. Was the psychedelic nature of the place.
1: Just how inherently psychedelic it was. It was
4: really deeply catered. Yeah. To those trying to check in... And two now. <laughs>
1: and drop up and check up Yeah. Check a box. Did you participate?
4: I I, I really. You, everyone's on bikes. I don't know if people yeah. know, like, everybody's on bikes or in crazy art cars. Right. The
1: art cars are something that seems pretty cool. Yeah, they are. They're kind of like overwhelmingly. They're like these massive they're creations. A s- they're like, it's they're like, like a juggernaut. Yeah. Sorts.
4: They're like, they look like, you know, I guess someone was like, oh, like a float. But when you see them, they don't feel like a float mm-hmm. at all because they're oftentimes. Like huge buses that have then been covered with like uh, a, 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 a that look like a huge fox or or a pirate ship, but right. these aren't like sort of janky. These are perfectly executed. Like I went in a, a sheep called Boz. There's a <laughs> there's a gay sheep party bus. What makes car. the sheep gay? You climb a ladder and slide through its anus wow. into a slide into what you realize then is a bus where it's like a lounge bus area where people are hanging out. And then there's an upstairs dance floor. This thing uh, moves around. Yeah, this thing is driving around a huge ply, but there's like 40 to 100 of these huge things, including like, there's like a... There are a couple of the biggest ones have crazy sound systems yeah, I've heard and drive this. around and become raves. So there's one called like Robot Heart and another one called Mayan Warrior. The Mayan
1: Warrior I've heard about. That. that one's supposed to be like the loudest thing ever. It's, like it's sort of like a it,
4: yes. physically
1: intimidating sound.
4: It is a deeply intimidating sound <laughs> that when, you, uh, when it drives by you or you just, it'll park and like a swarm of like... 3000 people will appear and a full on rave will just pop out and wow. but also I was sitting there alone on my bike in the middle of the desert and that thing cruises past just beginning its day and there's like bikes I'm all around day, it I'm so it's, beginning its day because, beginning its day at like sunset you yeah. know and it's going out but it's and it's just playing some really sort of at that point really interesting weird like echoey soundscape stuff mm-hmm. very different from them like thumping crazy right. EDM late you know late night
1: sort of like Miles Davis was in charge
4: I wish I wish Miles Davis were more in charge my <laughs> one commentary on Burning Man is I wish Miles Davis was like more in charge of the music
1: he was or his spirit was was trans uh, transmuted transmuted is that the word I want to say transduced Tra- transfused transfused I transfused wish it was more transfused the, in. okay
4: I listen the thing I did listen to on Bluetooth with my buddy a lot was this album called Swingin' Safari
1: okay I'm gonna bring it up
4: and uh Swingin'
1: the album is called Swingin' Safari this is like some I think this is something this is like an older yeah kind of uh what do you call it play, um,
4: play the first track and let me, yeah let me hear it Burt
1: Kampfert no this isn't it is yes, it
4: yes this is it this is what we were rolling around on bikes to. So it's like, for people who don't know what Burning Man it's set in the Black Rock Desert. It's like a dried-out riverbed that is miles long and wide. And you are on what feels like the moon, but it's perfectly flat, uh-huh. white-ish, gray, dust everywhere right isn't like a special that
1: would make sense yeah probably evidently that's what i've heard is it's alkaline so you have to like take special measures to clean things otherwise they'll be destroyed it's
4: very possible and things are but that's the thing is everything goes out there for two weeks and people build a full city out of nothing and then you get on a bike once it's built and you listen to this fucking album and cruise around and look at huge bananas pieces of art like 10 story, sam- not 10 story, like 30 foot, I don't right. know, 30, 40 foot samurai, skeleton samurai, or a... Uh, a house within a house within a house within a house. <laughs> or I love see
1: stuff like that. It's like a miniaturized. Saloon. Or...
4: Yeah, but we're talking full scale. Right. Built in the middle of the desert. A uh, whole saloon like brothel hang. This is out in the desert as well as like a 30 fucking huge mirror ball that like is sort of reflecting but then gets dust and can't be seen. Or a woman uh, is like putting up one balloon after another. All day long Until the point where It's like hundreds of feet In the air Because it's on helium Wow This string of balloons I mean it's I mean, it is a... It's and just then constantly, this is playing.
1: yeah. This is so great because it's almost like anachronistic and kind of... Uh, yeah. I love stuff that seems like out of place in terms of like music, you know? Yeah. Especially when you can listen to it. It's almost like you get, to, you get to control your personal experience by what you listen to. Yes. So it like changes the color of what you listen to because it's almost like you're watching... Like, it's probably like you're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. If you listen to music, it's like watching like a Robert Altman movie or something, yes. right? You're just going around and I get yeah, to see and, it.
4: and at moments in this whole... Trip, it's um, EDM is blasting. Okay, and you're like, come on, bro, (laughs) Um, and you can't control it because it's everywhere and there are no rules or laws.
1: So just hearing sometimes you're overwhelmed with too much of one sound. Yeah,
4: I'm like, and I need I need a lot more of this in my system than I do like, uh, you know. But then there was also like a lot of good disco, a lot of like funk and disco right. that then is like remixed with like a, a modern style a, a beat underneath it or okay. a modern, you know. So you're, um, but I really do like that this kind of music.
1: Yeah, I I got into Exotica about two or year, three years ago, uh-huh. and that's it's like the one genre that everyone can listen to.
4: What is like another? Do you have another uh, example Exotica of it?
1: Exotica? Is basically it was kind of started by a guy named Martin Denny. Uh huh. You've probably heard it before. Martin Denny has a famous album. uh, I believe it's called Quiet Village. And you've probably heard this before. I'll play it right now. We'll listen to it. I think I may have played on the podcast before, but it doesn't matter because it's really good. This is so basically what Martin Denny was doing was he just had like as your standard sort of small ensemble jazz. Yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. I like all this shit.
1: And his band guys would make these nature calls, like fake, like stuff like that. And they do that at the do that at one show because what happened was was there was actually an animal making sounds and people loved it so fucking much. Yeah. They're like, "Can you do that again?" And they're like, "Oh, we'll just we'll just add that." Great. And so he became like immensely famous. Quiet and He's village. put out so many albums. Like he's put out probably like 15 albums. Every thrift store has 10 of them, probably. Yeah. The cool thing about Martin Denny also is that he's used the same model for every single album what do you mean like, what does that mean because every album has like a woman who's wearing something super exotic with like her eye makeup done sure I mean some of these are so
4: he's this is new it's not old music 50s. it's like 50s it 60s, is 50s. yeah, yeah.
1: Great. It's a little bit in that territory of what you might call grandpa problematic, like grandpa who says Oriental at the sure, dinner table. Sure, sure, sure. It's a bit of that. So yeah, but, but it's, it's also that, like,
4: <laughs> it's like in the 50s when everyone was, like, have, like, weird tiki drinks and exactly. listen to this kind of, like, 100%. that, like, like hey, we're still square, but there, we're also kind mm-hmm. of hip to, like, smoking a tie stick every once in a while and <laughs> exactly. maybe, like, trying to cheat on our wives with our, like, yeah. s- like swap wives.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If you're cool, though, we could probably do... Oh, yeah. So yeah. So we brought the album covers up. So that's the same model for every single. Yeah, like I think he likes this woman.
4: He was on her. the cover of all of his albums. I don't
1: think it's even his wife. It's just I can't remember. Yeah, the I story. like this.
4: I get this. I like this kind of. I do like this kind of music though.
1: Especially if you are doing a night swim. Yeah, yes. man. Nice one. So then,
4: yeah, it. Then you get to the nighttime. Right. So we would we would bike around and see crazy stuff, and then night would hit. And there's a ton of um all the statues and things that you've seen during the day mm-hmm. are now covered in LED lights and and you all of a sudden see a completely different version and everyone's bike also has lights but right, so you can keep, be seen, right? You can be seen. So you're looking across a like this weird landscape and seeing just thousands of moving lights and wow. like a shifting horizon at mm-hmm. all times. Uh which is so rad yeah. Um, and then they have tons of different like hippie crack like kind (laughs) of you know like this was my this was my sort of favorite moment or one of the moments that I was like okay I I get what this experience is it's like this hippie crack with this uh, all these LED lights going out in a circle from the center, so it forms like sort of a not a, a sun vortex? but you know a, vo- a vortex, and then you lie below it Ooh. and it and you look up and it and it's incredible light show that is feels like you're going through a tunnel. So oh. it creates sort of like a 3D vibe, like you're on a ride. Yes, and, and and like Tchaikovsky is playing. Jesus. So you're watching that. And like song to song,
1: the what Tchaikovsky? You think was it? I don't know. I mean, think it was dance, of the Sugar Plum Fairies. So yeah,
4: play something like that. Yeah. Let's hear that. I'm
1: trying to
4: spell T C H A I.
1: T C H I? Yeah, something Tchaikovsky. Like it, yeah, Sugar. I guess Sugar Plum Fairies is the one I always think is the most psychedelic. Yeah, I don't
4: know. It. Yeah, I'm... Uh, let's hear it. So I, you like lie down and watch. Like this crazy light tunnel towards the what feels like the divine, while like, okay, not this, but yes, this idea, this is a the mean, nutcracker, yes, which is a, but yes, exactly, stuff uh-huh. like this, and you're watching it, and every, I mean, so many people there are on various drugs right. and lots of psychedelics, yeah, and so I do it, and it's amazing, and then I see my buddy, I see my buddy and everybody there is dressed up like a maniac. Mm-hmm. Truly, like I had seen pictures, the extent to which I had seen pictures of Bernie Man was like super beautiful girls in like tiny bikinis or nearly nothing, sort of like a little Mad maxi and being like, yeah. okay, that's what it is. But every single person is dressed like a total weirdo. What like, was your,
1: your personal I didn't saying? have
4: the funniest Catagonia? of stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was like, I'll try to like a little funky but I don't right. dress up, I dress up for work, so I'm not right. going to fucking dress exactly. up at this that's thing. Exactly, that's
1: such a thing I always feel like yes. that people don't Get is it? If you dress up for work, like Halloween's like a like mm-hmm. I, Halloween's a job.
4: Yes, I I I like to dress up for Halloween, but I want to look like comfortable and handsome. Yeah, that's what I'm like. That's the extent. I'm like I don't need to wear fucking silly shit. Like yeah. I do that enough. So we. Sh- but up there, I realize everybody is truly dressed to the max, right? Across the board, all different types of things. So I'm, you know, putting it together. I ended up in a romper. I ended up in like a fucking baby blue romper. Like,
1: a, was it roomy or was it kind of tight?
4: It was kind of tight. <laughs> And I had a big floppy hat what that I had. What
1: uh, type of material was it? It was well. a
4: really nice light blue, light material that was blue and like a little lycra, stretchy. Maybe? Like a maybe so a. little not a skin tight, but okay. just like cotton, like cotton lycra blend. blend.
1: Right, that's great. A little stretch enough yeah. to give you. Yeah, like but some, it was like movement, I was like, but... all right,
4: man, this is like what? It, and and then I was given a like thing that was just sleeves, a, okay. like a shrug that went just around it, my arms and my shoulders. That was like neon puppies with like a <laughs> like a a frim like a a long like furry pink frim mm-hmm. like not frim you know a frim? trim Is trim that... a frim a fur trim okay
1: oh I've never heard that it's interesting I a, just made it up a frim a frim hey just let so you know uh. If, uh... I'm going to just pause, stop down real quick.
0: Uh, listeners, you're listening to Live the Tape with Nick K. I want to let you know that a, a frim is a—I'm sorry, could you repeat what a frim is? A frim
6: is, is a end of a, a cuff to the end of a sleeve that is both of uh, the rim and the fringe. Okay, the rim
0: and the fringe. Yeah. So it's the rim—it's a rim frim. Frim rim. It's like a Diana Krall
6: reference, frim exactly. frim sauce. Yes, and this is in the in the in in a post-Costello world.
7: Okay, which means, are talking about Elvis Costello
6: here? Yes, having married Diana Krall. Oh, that's right, he did. He sort of dipped into the young pot there, didn't he? Right, and that and maybe that's wrong of me to define Diana Krall's career as a post and pre-Elvis Costello. I would say we're in a
7: post world of defining Diana Krall as a post... Yeah, Pros Costello, yeah, 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 yeah because she was pre Costello when she did "Frem Fram Sauce." I yeah, yeah.
6: yes, that was I think in those or earlier days, like mainly when the Nashville years. Uh, I only know about that song because a guy I went to guitar camp with
7: hated it more than anything in the world and would talk about it every day how much he hated Diana Crull's "Frem Fram Sauce." Uh,
6: I not. I'm not surprised to hear someone who went to guitar camp would be offended by a woman's song like that. Well, is it? I think it was more the na- the soft nature of the jazz. I think we should sure. probably
7: listen to it just to get Let's an get idea. Let's get a taste now. If we'll we get, can. We'll get Santa back Krause. to this to the actual Fram or the Frim or what we.
6: Were, we're going to the Frim Fram. Fram
7: Fram. Let's just. I oh, was. See, evidently
6: it's a cover of
7: Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong, but oh, that's from the, the Porky
6: and Bess album, I believe so. This like is that. Frim Fram sauce right here. I <laughs> like this. Yeah. I, this, is it? I didn't know this was a real song. I guess it is. Yeah, Frim, like Fram, Frim Fram sauce. Fram. And this is Lou. This is Diana Krall. Is this going to be with Elvis Costello?
7: Is that to you? She can sure as hell sing. I'll say that much.
6: I surely
1: can.
7: Also, the guy who hated this was approximately 16 years old. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
6: <laughs> who was hated jazz at that point. Was like there to play guitar. When you went to guitar camp. Right. Did you? What was the? What were you What were you hoping to learn to play?
7: Well, like, I was, was into jazz. I was heavy into jazz. I was too, but I didn't yeah. play anything. I was playing a lot of, um, well, trying to sound like Paul Chambers
6: or Jaco Pastorius was the sort of the
7: goal. Who? Order, it, who wasn't? You know what I mean?
6: Who was? Who wasn't trying to sound like that? Like Jocko? Um, I would love to. Have you watched the Jocko documentary? I, I absolutely love it. I'd love to talk to you about Jocko. Let's
1: talk about Jocko. Let's talk about Jocko story. Let's get away from this frim-fram sauce for a moment, and we'll touch back into the. Uh, I would love to talk about weather
4: report. Weather I would love report. to talk. the song that Mulaney and I would listen to, or that played right before Oh Hello was uh-huh. Birdland yes, by yes. Uh, Weather Report, and it's like the, kind of the perfect was that, song.
1: Was that included in the sketch? It was I don't remember hearing it ever. <laughs> it just, this song is so fucking good We would
4: listen to this every night This It was all Steely Dan, Steely Dan And totally. then into This was the song that would start playing And Melania and I would be like Alright, we're about to start the show. Like, show You ready for the show? You ready for the show? And then like This and is then your this Broadway would come show Yeah, this is the Broadway show There's this something come about
1: this shit There's yeah, so much has, energy woo. in
4: it It's the best, man it makes you shake your shoulders <laughs> I love
1: songs that <laughs> have that feeling Where mm-hmm. it's the starting of a show
4: Exactly Because it's like This is what this feels like let to the me in the deepest way Alright here we go Everyone's slowly joining in Yeah nah, What's the Yeah and then that's Wayne Shorter Joe Salinol Yeah So crazy Wayne uh, Shorter yeah. Bam. Sabinal, the Kind of the cocky prick on the piano Oh yes Kind of a dickhead Joe, know, like,
1: Yeah Joe is a real Yeah But I think oh,
4: that's Oh man this is hot stuff though
1: it's just it's just heavy. You can meet that New York
4: man. Yeah, we have we would talk to each other and sing fake songs to this. It's very fun. I love this song.
1: It just uh, it's full of possibilities. Also, it has maybe one of the worst cover albums of cover art of all time. It's the, what is uh, it again? It's that hat with lightning bolts. <laughs> yeah, I
4: I feel like that's true. It's Zavola's hat right there yeah. at the head of like a volcano of ideas. A
1: volcano? Coming out of a fedora
4: you over
2: a
1: city. Die. you pick a the pick a ding 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 bang, bang, Big boy, he's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big old boy. He's kinda of big old boy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Big old butt, big old butt, boy. Mm,
1: mm. That bass is just so yeah. farty, too.
4: Yeah, story is, like not quite drugged out at this point, yeah. not drinking, just like a true phenom.
1: Just learning to do coke.
4: Learning to do coke and slapping that bass mm-hmm. with his fucking thumb, unlike anyone had ever done before.
1: Never will or has. Will there be a Jocko again? Have well, you heard this guy, um... Uh, Justin Bieber? Yes. Ham is who I was initially thinking of as uh, Bieber. Oh. Yeah. Know, it's a whole new song here. Yeah. Because that backbeat comes in.
4: Uh, yeah, man.
1: Are you familiar with the band Wolfpack? Yeah, I okay. like those guys. Yeah.
4: You can put that... Yeah, that's... They're sort of doing... I mean, they're not doing this, but they're... they I like those dudes uh, They're very funny, very they're, funny. Le- they're legitimately funny In a way that like Some bands like you watch If you're a comedian You go to a show And right. like Some guy's up there And he's like kind of funny And people are like He's funny And you're like uh, For a fucking Yeah for a musician He's kind of funny Right And then there are dudes You're like no, that's legitimate that's, that's like a funny bit
1: They just have such a uh, Unabashed uh, mm. They're just doing it this is what it reminds me of is this guy Thundercat? Have you heard yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Thundercat is so like he picks up where Jocko le- somehow manages to pick up where Jocko left off. Am I? Yeah. Like he actually.
4: I don't know his stuff well. I just more know of him than I know yeah. his specific stuff.
1: But he really does it though. Like his shit sounds somehow like.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I
1: fucking can't get enough of it.
4: I gotta listen. I met him once. I didn't know who he was at a party. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this a, who's this dude? I was like, This guy's fucking interesting. Far out. yeah.
1: Far yeah. out, cat. Yeah, he's a thundercat.
4: Yeah, he's literally a thundercat.
1: <laughs> was that weird? Was that ever weird to Bernie, man? In terms of like uh, personality and uh, what do you call it, celebrity?
4: But yeah, for you. Um, you know, I had a big floppy hat that was perfect okay. that I could like kind of pop on. Um, and it's, I was like, kind of like, oh, the, but people, people, people were, them, people would, people when they realized it was, if they knew who I was and, and realized it right. was me, they were almost to a person. So like lovely and like so nice and and understood that weirdly there was some kind of unspoken like oh I'm not gonna fuck with you here more than in the in the real world right um and but also I some it's such a truly open loving vibe I mean the the vibe there is like whether people I think people are probably and I probably was this way before I went, Right. of uh, being like, oh, yeah, oh, Burning Man. Like, everybody's real, like, lovey-dovey, hippie yeah. fucking da-da-da. But when you're inside of it, and you, like, succumb to it uh, just even an inch, because why not? It pulls you in. It pulls you in. And so by a few days in, the people coming up to me were incredibly nice, and I was also, my guard was down. Okay. And so I was more... Like, like, you know, th- there's a lot of this is going to sound this is gonna, might sound super cheesy and pretentious. Do you want an to, dis- to have an effect in your voice? I'd love to have an effect on my voice to distance deeper? myself from this.
1: OK,
2: what I'm saying, this is Nick K speaking. I was at Burning M.
0: Yeah, Nick Kay from uh, Burning M is going to speak about something in a way that uh, we, we won't know exactly who is speaking and where, from whence he's coming, but we will hear the words and we'll be able to understand the words.
5: Yes, you, you'll be able to define what I say for the statement and not the individual who's saying it. Right. We just want to know about the shape of the spaceship Right. So, and what they did to you. So the spaceship... Uh, By the way, there were crazy spaceships and tons of... uh, But there didn't feel like there were any abductions, to be honest. This was not... There were no alien abductions. So all cattle, all hat. Yeah, and (laughs) all the aliens were welcome, as were the humans. And the intersected communities within those groupings were also welcome and encouraged to be present. Sort of like an Area 52, almost. Exactly. Got it. So... But when you meet someone there, everybody is giving each other gifts. It's not, I don't think, a barter system. Mm. It's a system of... You are giving people things like you're there with a purpose of giving people things, whether it's like walking in the middle of the city and all of a sudden you're in the desert and there's saucer of ice cream or there are pickles or there is a splash down of water or you're a big bear and like a, a big gay bear. Right. There are people who are there showering big Gay bears, and there are people who have hotels that are raffling off rooms for people to stay that night, like beautifully on, appointed, on site. On site. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, the, like the like. There's stuff like that everywhere. So it's it's a give and take of things, um, and everyone is just being incredibly generous, mm-hmm. um, and that that sort of passes through everything to the point where. Uh, people, uh, everybody's guard is down and everybody's warm and welcoming and very like huggy. Yeah. But it's not a gross, gross huggy thing. Uh, it's interesting. It's just like a, uh, you're off the grid, you're outside of the thing that
3: would make you yeah. think about what you're doing as opposed to just doing it.
5: Yeah. So you're, it's a very much like a say yes kind of place. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you allow that, If you do, like, kind of allow that in, you are open to having a bananas experience in all regards, but yeah. Did you golf from the very beginning to the end? I golfed from the beginning to the end. I was playing my art project was that I was playing playing golf. The like entire real golf time. balls. Real golf balls. Just, just playing through. Teeing off. Playing through <laughs> yeah. a lot of four being yelled. Yeah. And just like people on bikes and me with to vary. and I am a scratch golfer. What's that mean exactly? It means that I am a zero handicap. I am I So means you're a fucking badass. I mean I am incredibly good. You're like Phil Mickelson if you had a third hand. And I am a righty god damn it. I am not a lefty like Phil Mickelson. I play my golf with three goddamn right hands. okay, and I hit the ball hard, and I hit it low, and I hit it with abandon. So I took out probably a hundred to 150 people.
3: Would you do any type of uh, uh, nitrous before or after a shot?
5: I was constantly taking nitrous. Okay, so do you do, you do the hit? like at what point are you gonna crack that uh, crack that little vessel? Um, I'm taking nitrous. Uh, what I'm doing is <laughs> I've got the golf ball, right? I, 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 juggle the golf ball on my golf club back and forth, right? right.
3: Like the, all, like all those guys do.
5: Like all those guys do and doing tricks of so that. Uh, meanwhile, I begin to then juggle in my left hand, uh, three nitrous canisters. Okay. And, uh, at some point I hit the golf ball Right. and then start juggling the nitrous canisters with my mouth. and And they just go
2: in once they go in once they go in everything slows down and you really begin to sit into it when you sit into it do you find yourself thinking about the ball or about the ball that you're sitting on you realize that you are both the ball You are impact and you are repulsion. You are essence. You are
5: as you pass through uh, the nitrous juggling experiment. That's really
1: interesting. I've never heard that put so... I mean, there's a lot of words you can attach to something like that, but I've never heard it put that way through... I mean, Conde Nast obviously has a big presence on the planet.
4: Nast obviously is it, what, But yeah. truly, another crazy thing about the, that experience is there's truly no corporate right. uh, attachment in any way. Zero. Zero. I mean, Not literally zero. So you're seeing, but you're seeing these huge, elaborate, expensive things done, mm-hmm. and you don't see a corporation anywhere. Right. And it's uh, a bummer. It's actually, to me, super, it's a shame. I think there's so many corporations that could get
1: involved in this kind well, of thing. Well, I've been talking with Goldman Sachs about some financing for next year. Yeah. We're trying to make some sort of initiative to get people to, uh, I mean, the subprime market is going to come back and they I, know it.
4: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting all of my money in, um, in like mortgage-backed securities from 2007. Uh-huh. And I see a lot of opportunity there and I'm hoping to bring that to the playa. Uh,
1: I'm now a venture capitalist. That's great. I yeah. Know, that's sort of that. I heard that's the end game for most people. Mm. Entertainment is just a means to that.
4: It's a stepping stone to get over there. Yeah. Um, I've invested in a lot of, I think really awesome opportunities and apps and things like that. <laughs> so um, there's this one act that will at any point get you an extra pair of legs.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Like physical.
4: Yeah. It's like you to, You do a 23andMe, they get your genetic breakdown, they grow a second pair of legs for you. This this is a
1: 23andMe and TaskRabbit have teamed up. I believe, yeah,
4: right? there there is a mer- it's not a merger because they're maintaining their separate uh, okay. entities, but they are they did this is a joint venture, uh, TaskRabbit uh-huh. and and uh, 23andMe. That's great. Yeah. Have you 23andMe? I, I have not do you refuse to do it? I will refuse to do that i don't i I'm not interested in giving my genetic code away,
1: oh is that what it is
4: yeah i mean i I think they can get it any number yeah. of ways, but like I don't think I want like um, I
1: said I no you were that kind of a person honestly. i'm not
4: I'm not really accepting that particular case,
1: oh really, just that kind
4: of like yeah. i'm like i'm i'm i believe uh you know, everybody's information is up for grabs. Right. I don't believe anything. Like, I'm just like, I've accepted that.
1: Yeah. It's like kind of like a, a losing game already. Kind
4: of. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, okay. Um, and. Uh,
1: I'm just scared to learn what I what I am or how boring I actually am. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm scared to learn just how white I really
4: am. Well, I, I was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I get that. I, I, what do you think you are?
1: I think I'm probably just all British. Really? Maybe a little bit of French or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe some German. I don't know.
4: Yeah. How long has your family, uh, everybody, been here?
1: Uh, my dad's side's been here for a long time. Uh huh. They were all, I think, from like Philadelphia. I
4: believe. Uh,
1: yes. They've been here for a while. My mom, she's more of a redneck, so uh-huh. who knows with those? You know, like, uh-huh. when you get to like poor people in the South, it's yes. kind of like yeah, oh, yeah. we're just bopping around trying to find enough sheep. Yep. Yep. Find just find anything to get it together.
4: Yeah. That. That. That makes sense. That and that feels like kinda like Scottish to me. Yeah, Scottish oh, German definitely. and all the various stuff. Yeah.
1: Do you know about this whole Scotch tape thing? No. You know that the reason they call it Scotch tape is because Scottish people throughout history are notoriously cheap and that Scotch tape, the principal defining thing about Scotch tape is you're able to reuse it. Really? <laughs> that's because so it's basically like a, a it's a bag on Scottish people, just the name it. of it. Scotch it, tape. It, <laughs> It's good enough for a fucking Scotchman to use. Yeah, fucking reuse it.
4: I can't do Scottish accent.
1: How you can't you can do anything?
4: Damn, and not—it's not there right now. It's not there off the top. But if
1: I got into it, you'd probably pick it up or no?
4: I probably would. Uh, I feel Nick? confident that I would.
1: See, I might, I might lose. I might go into something else.
4: Yeah, I just don't. It's that. It's interesting. I.
1: That's fucking hard. It's
4: uh, right. The. Yes, I. P- oh, uh. I'm uh not there. I just think It's right. Uh, it's that R, right? Billy Is it? Uh, yeah, is it Billy Connolly? I was
1: a longshoreman when I was thirteen. It was hard. <laughs> My <laughs> dad, was a musician, didn't make any money at all. All he made was spit in a pot <laughs> on my you, mom's feet. <laughs> have you been to
4: Edinburgh? <laughs>
1: I haven't. Have you?
4: No. No.
1: Now, I really wanted to go this year, but again, I'm working on this show, so I couldn't go. What but show it's, are you about to talk it's about? A about? New, it's just a new uh, TV show called I Feel Bad for NBC.
4: I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love the network. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm a big NBC boy. Uh, shout out to NBC. Shout out to NBC.
4: Shout National
0: out. Broadcasting Channel. Is it a channel? The Peacock. It's not a channel. It's it? a channel. National Broadcasting Channel. National
4: Broadcasting Channel
0: Corporation. National Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Bing, bong,
4: bing. Bang.
1: Can't get it right. I think I'm a, yeah. a disgrace. Yeah, I love them. They're supporting me. They let me have an artistic vision mm. while still paying me to do a character that I feel is good and strong. Yep. Great. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would have gone to brother. I really wanted to go. Super, so bad. Something yeah, about that. Yeah. That to me is like. Well, it's weird how Burning Man and Edinburgh happen at the same time. It's almost like you gotta pick one.
3: Oh, the freaks go check out
1: <laughs> this time of year. The freaks just can't get enough of being freaky. Yeah,
3: the freaks go. you know where they need to
2: go. If the freaks need to get out
1: of town, this is just this just occurred to me, and this yeah. is uh, I don't know. Maybe this is um, inappropriate, but have you ever considered doing some type of Chris Cornell cosplay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could do it. You realize that, right? I would Has never said that
4: love... to you? No. Uh but I get that. I mean, now that he's He's passed. Gone. Yeah. Um I feel like I could fill that. I cannot hit those notes.
1: No, cuz he's a fucking great singer.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But I could dress up as him or something if I, think, I wanted to. I I
1: would love to see that. I think I think that I mean If
4: for everything me, if everything goes off the rails a little bit. Okay, I could maybe go become like a Chris Cornell celebrity impersonator.
1: I wonder what the desire for that. Is there's any sort of a any sort of a?
4: I'd have to. Loo- I feel like I'd have to lose weight. Okay, you know what I mean. Get yeah. real. Like those guys. Those guys are really, gaunt. really wearing a pair of pants.
1: And he's got the cheekbones too. Those, cra- those. I mean, that's an attractive man. He's a
4: great looking guy.
1: Very attractive man. I think he's got a rest in peace. A, yeah, rest in peace. That's all I got. I just, that just occurred to me just now. I've done a little bit of Scott Stapp cosplay. Really? But that's more just about the essence. I don't think I, who do look you like
4: get? Them. Who do people, who, who do you get?
1: I don't think, uh, I haven't got anyone in a while that's, mm-hmm. pff, I mean, who do you think? I came,
4: I'm looking at you now.
1: What am I? I get a lot of, um, I get Harry Nilsson sometimes, but those uh-huh. are people who like, you know, if you know who Harry Nilsson is, then it's, you're someone of no consequence, probably. Really, most people don't know who Harry Nelson is. If I, they know he looks like. It's they don't a,
4: really. like I d- I'm like Cats in the Cradle.
1: Uh, he didn't write that. That was actually um, someone else. Harry Nelson wrote the Coconut Song. He wrote um, Without You. Uh uh-huh. Can't live. He wrote Cuddle Toy for the Beatles, and uh, yeah. I don't have to beat those with the monkeys, actually. I'd like to hear a Harry Nelson song. Hear, let's hear a Harry Nelson song. Okay, I'm trying to think of a Harry Nelson song that, to me, defines Harry Nelson. It's probably... Uh, this song, to me, is what got me into him, was Gotta Get Up. This is on Nilsson Schmil- Schmilson, his, like, most popular album. This is a... Oh, I'm to have to listen to this fucking ad <laughs> first. I'm playing it off of YouTube, so I have to... Let me put it on, on old Spotify. Yeah, this is uh, This song is, I feel like, the most listenable song it's such a fucking listenable song, Gotta Get Up, by Harry Nelson. You've probably heard it.
0: Gotta get up, gotta get out, gotta get home before the
1: morning comes. What if I'm late? Gotta be day. Gotta get home before the sun comes up. Up and away. Gotta be day, I can't stay. I gotta run run, yeah.
4: Gotta get Great. home, pick up the phone, Gotta Ugh. let the people know I'm gonna be late. Great song. It's just don't like, know it. No, I don't know if like when it's I'm like, I don't know if I've ever heard this song.
1: Yeah, this is off of uh, the big album he did in seventy one called Nilsson Schmilson. Yeah, which is a Richard Perry produced record. Uh-huh. And uh this was what broke him. What's this record? This okay. is ha- this has the coconut song on it.
4: Can I hear the coconut yeah. song? I'm sure I know the coconut song. You no, know, right? you put the
1: lime on the coconut. Okay, yeah, I know it's that got song. That. Yeah, I know
4: that gotta song. Get out,
1: gotta get out. To me, this is just like it's like rock without the rock. You know, it's just so so heavy. This has got um, it's got without you on it, the classic song without you, the ballad. It's Let's got, see. Um, I'm
4: looking at him now. Oh yeah, you do kind of look like yeah, him. Yeah, a little
1: bit. Otherwise, people used to say uh, Michael Sarah a lot, but I oh, think we've, sure. we've grown very differently. Yes, he looks
4: you guys look much different, different, different
1: me. now. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know, man. That's about it. You know.
4: You know what I mean? I think what we're all striving for is for you to look Norden. like Johnny Pemberton.
1: Yes, exactly. Which is uh, right. I think I think we're almost there.
4: Um, I would actually love some kind of. Uh, Wait to be able to to speak frankly, speak frankly okay. about what I hope
5: for my looks okay. and how I'm perceived. Uh, and again, I cannot get specific about who I am, particularly. Right. Yeah, we can't. Uh, we can't say we
1: don't. Um, uh, we're gonna, uh, John. I'm gonna take am gonna leave for one quick second here. Yeah.
5: Okay. So what are you saying now about um you you. As far as the kind of person you want to look like and be like, uh, when I look at myself in the mirror, (sighs) I just see a pixelated black blob. Okay. Uh, I don't see a person in particular. I see an anonymous. Is this smart house technology you're This using? is a Nest-based technology okay. that we have used where the people who created, or the specifically the programmer behind Nest, okay, the real mind behind Nest. The hive of the Nest. The hive seems. of the Nest, right? Because what people don't realize is that birds stole the concept of the nest from the bees. That makes sense because birds are essentially the biggest thieves ever. Exactly. There's no one stealing more than a bird. Yeah, and the birds are the shadiest of all of the animals because they fly and they have wings and they don't have arms or hands. They can't they behave they can't make anything they can't make anything and so they cheat mm-hmm. and so birds and that's what really originally the birds and the bees is about stealing it's about you know birds I didn't stealing know that. from the bees so if yes. you make it as an analogy to what sex was or or is or how it was described right uh, that it was by the ancients by the ancients that it yeah. was the birds stealing from the bees their the plan for the hive which mm-hmm. became what we now know as a nest but in sexual terms, was to steal their innocence and their virginity. Oh. So if you're looking at... uh, Anthropological maps. Maps and how those relate to our animal brethren and the maps that they create. You're trying to steal this essence... Yes, Back. that's what the Nest technology allows you to do. If that's what we're talking about here is taking the technology that Nest came up with and bringing that into a more um, diversified context. That's great because yeah, I just my Nest hasn't been updated and it just tells me I look like Edward Norton. Yeah. So which I, get, I think that's good. I get that a lot. Yeah. I get, Edward Norton. I get that a lot about you. Okay. Ed, Edward Norton or Edward Norton? Uh, Edvard. Edvard. Edvard Norton. Yeah, he's a distant relative of the composer Edvard Grieg. Yeah, of course. We all get down. We all love Grieg. We all love Grieg. You know what I also listened to this weekend? Tell me. Was some Eric City. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. I think I know. I think I know a bit of Eric City. Eric with a K. I think so. I don't know. I just listened to this at sunset in the desert. Okay. And so if you can imagine... Let's play this, and I want to ask you one more question here. Right. Um, skin Skincare. Constantly concerned with it. Is it something that you were born with or something you work very hard, much like Emily Ratajkowski, to maintain? My the... skin is my most sensitive and difficult organ. Okay. And so I am... I have thought, I think long and hard about it, but I, my skincare is doing as little as possible to it. So you have, so you're saying it is a natural thing for you to have good skin or you know, my skin is a fucking crazy wild mess. Would you call it a nightmare? Uh, at times unseen yes. by those who have traveled far and wide. Yes. And the desert weirdly treated my skin beautifully. Oh, I realized that my heart when we're talking about 23 and me. Right? That I am, I I would imagine, one hundred and thirty percent Jewish, uh-huh. and that be, being in the desert uh, was a, great for me. You got back to your Ashkenazi roots, yes, and but yeah, but or Ashkenazi Sephardic being that really would be Sephardic, Sephardic. Like Sephardic. originally, yeah. even though Ashkenazi Jew being like Eastern European, uh-huh. that those Eastern Europeans are still coming from the desert originally.
3: Yeah, at what point did it did it split? Do we know this?
5: I mean, there's various, there were various like diaspora that, uh-huh. like sent out of. From like the around, I guess previous to Jesus, I heard it was those people with colitis moved east. They had anyone who had colitis had to get out yeah. of uh, the the Bible or the you know the the desert the, the type between the Tigris and the Euphrates. They got too dehydrated. Right? Yeah, so they had to go up. But <laughs> this is a a jam. This is the billboard hit that Eric Satie currently has out there on the billboard. Tell me charts. what it is. Uh, oh, you don't know? Yeah. Oh, uh, this is it. Yeah, this, this is, is it probably right okay. This is the we're gonna one jam that's, this.
3: Um, okay, here it is. Peel, what? Win. This sounds not like that's something I want to listen to. No. Is this? Ever. Are you trying to trick me here? No. Okay, well.
5: Yeah, this is well. my favorite Ergosonky song. Yes. Ah. Yes. So I'm in. it's sunset in the desert. Yes. Uh, the sky is alternating between like electric peach. To uh-huh. then incredibly muted tones. Yeah. Like a beautifully designed Apple product. Oh, yes. Muted peaches and light blues and... Some taupe. Some taupe and some clay terracotta. Yeah, yeah. And... Maybe some eggshell. Sure. Okay. Ton of eggshell. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically this music... Is allowing you to see kind of the grid work in the sand and okay. the ground and dust. Yeah. Uh, you begin to see the circuitry right. that makes up the universe. Uh, with all of a sudden changing environments to like deep purple tones, while flashes of light pop. Pops. These are flash bulbs. Yeah, but natural, or, natural occurring. Okay. Flash bulbs.
3: Right, it's a terrestrial event.
5: And there are, um, like, the porn stars taking pictures of themselves at sunset. I heard there's a lot of uh, sticking of hard penises into the ground as well. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. And you offer your music, your uh, Swingin' Safari or your Eric City, On, on like, a Beats pill? Yeah, exactly. And the porn stars are indifferent to the music that you are gifting them. But that's fine.
3: That's what porn's all about.
5: And there are people, duos, couples, trying to do duo yoga poses. Oh. And asking for you to take their picture. Okay. And And you do it. You do it. And you are in no state to to do that, but you do it. No state to deny either, huh? You are in no state to deny. Right. The state of Burning Man, which is inside of the state of Nevada. Burning Man is at the time of Burning Man. I heard Joe Arpaio was there this year. Who's that? Joe Arpaio. The oh, yeah, the, Tex- the yeah. sheriff. I heard they brought him there by force. They brought him there, and he was strapped to a wall. A pink um, art car? Is that good? He was strapped to a pink art car and forced to uh, have all different people and ethnicities rub up against him. And he was forced to finally ejaculate. What a fitting into
3: uh, a man who has an ejaculator. And I've heard over 11 years. It's
5: such a shame.
3: It's a true shame.
5: Hey, he filled his hat.
3: His hat runneth over <laughs> with the gifts of finest wheat. May your tears be turned into dancing. And Nick Kay. Yes. It's been a real pleasure. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with in terms of uh, <laughs> anything you'd like to promote? Oh, I, there is something I'd like to promote. Why don't you lay it out there? It's a show
6: called Big Mouth. All right. Season two premieres October fifth on Netflix.
7: Outstanding.
6: It's, it's an animated show.
7: Netflix is where we're all going to be
6: I'm already tonight, there, baby. Tomorrow and the day before the day that I had mentioned as tonight, and hopefully the day after, so you can watch Big, Big Mouth, Mouth on Netflix.
7: Netflix. What's the date again?
6: October fifth, October
7: fifth, 5th. October 5th. 5th. on Netflix. 5th. On Netflix. Thank, Thank you, you, Nick. Thank you, Charlie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, all Let me know when you get season three picked pick Sh- it. up. Oh. You, so, so, I'm so, 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 I will keep you company. Oh, <laughs> oh,